Welcome to Counterpressed on The Ringer and Spotify. I'm in the studio with Jesse Park Humphreys and Becky Taylor-Gill. Vibe check, how are we doing? Morning. Uh, <laughs> Sleepy? The clock changing has taken its toll. No, actually, the clock change really helped me get my sleeping pattern good. Really? Yeah, because I was like, but I've kind of fucked it again. I was like sleeping till 10, and but now I was like waking up naturally at 8.30. And, and when you wake up in the morning, guys, so much day. It's crazy. Mm. Well, yeah, some of us have been doing that for a while. Yeah, that's Becky, not me. You know, catch when, up. you know, when you wake up at like 4am to catch a flight and you feel like nauseous, mm. that's me But if I wake up before like 9.30. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Incredible stuff. <laughs> Incredible scenes. I haven't actually found the clock changing too bad yet, but it does mean that if I'm anywhere, I'm like, oh, I've got to leave before, like by 4.30 because it's I don't want to. It's so dark. I know it's miserable. I will say it's nice for coming into Counterpress. This is like the you know that they do it for the shepherds in Scotland or whatever. I feel like <laughs> we wait, are the shepherds wait, of women's the football. Shepherd of Worthing. <laughs> wait, wait, scale back. That's why they do it. Are you kidding? I didn't know it was for. <laughs> that, I'm, that's right, right? So it's yeah. for, it's it's an, it's an agricultural thing. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's like an old timey thing, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I'm just saying when I, because I often get up at like 6.30 to come yeah. come to the studio. It's good for you. But it's morning, nice. It's literally like Kat Stevens said, morning has broken morning for Jesse Parker Humphreys. Morning has broken, yes. Amen. And I quite like the idea that we, Becky, as you said, are the shepherds are. of women's football. We're ushering you in in your mornings, although the podcast obviously doesn't come out in the morning. But, we but you breathe. can listen to it whatever time you want. You can listen. You could wake up at 6.30 I recommend and listen in the morning. In the morning. Um, yeah, wow. That was profound, truly. Yeah. <laughs> really, really good content, guys. <laughs> really good content. I also saw a meme yesterday, which was very sort of like dog owners, but someone was saying dogs actually have it the hardest when it comes to the clocks changing. Oh, because... I saw it on TikTok because they think that I saw someone being like, it's not your dinner time. Yet. Yeah. Oh, like animals sad. animals can't register when and babies. Food... <laughs> yeah, but babies eat all the time. No, but like their naps and stuff. Yeah, that's they're all important. Out of I've heard. Yeah, we think we have it hard. Truly, those guys, oh. real MVPs. <laughs> Um, on today's show, we're going to be previewing the return of the Champions League, which is back next week. First round of games on Tuesday and Wednesday. And this weekend, it is a fairy tale finale because the NWSL Championship game is going to be between OL Reign and Gotham, which means Rapino versus Krieger. I mean, it's the stuff of dreams. Really. Written in the stars, baby. Written in the stars. I'm sad that one of them has to lose. And also, a bit of a revenge game, but we, we can't get into the details <laughs> of that. Anyway, let's get into it after this. So we talked about Champions League groups a little bit after a bit of a reaction pod a few weeks ago when the groups were drawn. We talked about chaos groups, favourite holiday destinations. But now we're going to get into the real juicy stuff, get into the thick of the action because it's finally back. The music, Jesse, your favourite tune. Give us a... Come on, give us yeah, give a rendition. Us a I'll, I'll sing it, but just remind me. Well, I don't know how the moments one goes off the top of my head. Okay, yeah, I yeah, you now. got it. It's like da 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 die best and indie today or something like that. Wow, wow. chills. Yeah, chills. Guys. I'm going to be singing for anyone who doesn't know at the <laughs> opening game. Get yourself on Can X you imagine Factor right now. If they just gave me a mic, I would fucking love that. You would 
you would be iconic. It Special would be so guest MC for the anthem. Can you Jessie imagine all the Spanish people just sat there like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> it's like, a, you know, the video of Fergie singing the national anthem in America. <laughs> yes. all like the, is, it, is it basketballers? Yeah, it's basketball. like trying not to laugh. <laughs> yeah, and they all kind of, I think it's uh, Draymond Green who's like, like really struggling. <laughs> that would be all the Chelsea and Real Madrid players as you're like, anyway. I need to learn all the words actually. That's going to be my aim. Come back to me in Bilbao at the final and I'll have okay. learned all the words truly we'll do, we're do. we going to do a live counter press from Bilbao Stadium <laughs> where it's just you doing like operatic yeah I'll have learned to... to sing by that yes. as well I, you can learn that right Spotify will pay for your yeah. lessons wow. I'm sure wow. yes. expense it back come on there's must. there's got to be some pros in the building you can help us out but yeah we're, the Champions League is returning finally a bit of admin as well hilariously after saying that the games are going to go behind a paywall the zone has now said psych it's actually still going to be free because they clearly you mug. They clearly haven't got enough subscribers. We're the only people who bought a subscription. But I will clearly. say, <laughs> I will say, unfortunately, well, for me, it, it, I love Hoffenheim so much, and they don't put Hoffenheim's games on YouTube, <laughs> so I am still just using it to watch Hoffenheim. True. I mean, there are other perks um, to having it as own subscription, namely that we can watch the Saudi League, wow. <laughs> men and women. Huge. Um, How's Plumtree but- getting on over there? Plum- Plumpter. How's Plumpter getting on over there? I don't know. I've not actually watched. No, we haven't haven't tuned in for that. But obviously there are other things they show. But yes, hilariously, um, they will still be showing these games for free, which is obviously good for everyone that wanted to watch them. And I think there are concerns about viewing figures and how much of a market there was for that paid for uh, platform yet. But we will see this season how things progress. We lost some big brands and I think they're a bit nervous about that as well. But let's talk about these groups because I'm going to start with Group A, obviously. Barcelona, the holders in Group A, alongside my hipster's fave, Eintracht Frankfurt. (laughs) But can I just say, Flo texted me. (laughs) No, at the, at the end of last week being like, are Eintracht Frankfurt the new Hoffenheim? And I was like, what do you mean by that question? <laughs> well, as in like, everyone's so hot on Hoffenheim as like the cool team. I've got to say, I think it's really sweet that you think this, but I think I'm the only person pushing that narrative. <laughs> so it's just like, I, I spent too much time with you. Yeah. I spent too much time with you. Obviously, You've been Hoffenheim pilled. Eintracht Frankfurt have, a, you know, a long history um, and, you know, have had success in the history of... Europe before, so I'm kind of projecting this hipster energy because this ain't their first rodeo. But at the same time, um, I just really like their vibe. So that's why I'm like, hey, are they the new Hoffenheim? <laughs> um, but everyone else would be like, hun, like they're the new Frankfurt, so chill out. <laughs> um, but anyway, got to talk about Group 8 because it's got the holders in it. And on paper, I didn't even finish reading them out before we got distracted by the hipsters. And Track Frankfurt, Rosengard and Benfica. Probably a fairly straightforward group for Barcelona, but I want to see teams that might be able to rattle them a little bit, but I don't know if there's anyone in there, Jesse, that can give them a slight challenge, especially when you look at, for example, the game that uh, Benfica had against Barcelona last season, which I think was like 16-2 on aggregate or something like that across the two across the two games because they were in a group together last season as well. Maybe it is my hipster gals, Eintracht Frankfurt, who are going to have to channel their old, illustrious Women's Champions League victories energy 
Uh, but they actually are struggling a little bit in the Bundesliga right now. They've dropped some points. So who can do it? Because I don't know. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to take points off Barcelona in this group. But I do think what's kind of interesting is obviously Barcelona's group last year also had Rosengard and Benfica in. And I do wonder if Benfica, although, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do sans Chloe Lacasse, who was obviously like their kind of Champions League icon. Um, but when you play these teams more often, and they did get to play them twice last year, whether that's like helped them in any way, like think about how they approach playing Barcelona. But I think probably what's more fun about this group is almost taking Barcelona out of it and saying Barcelona are going to win everything or, or even if they don't, they'll top the group. But that for all three of those teams, they probably sit and think we've got a good chance of making the knockouts. And that's obviously just generally the fact that Arsenal and Wolfsburg aren't in it. If you'd said before the start of the season, you know, guess the eight teams that go to the knockouts of the Champions League, you'd have probably put them in there. So it feels like there's like two free spots, as mm. it were. Um, and yeah, I think Eintracht Frankfurt, it'll be interesting to see how they cope they have been a bit hit and miss in in the Frauen Bundesliga and I think a lot of their players can have great games and then they can just go like totally anonymous in other games um I do think losing Schurkenuskan's been like a big a big struggle for them and it'll be interesting as well because Sophia Kleinhahn is like wanted by Real Madrid in January and there's this weird thing that obviously because the group stages stretch into January that like players could potentially leave clubs in, in mm. before the group stage is finished. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm going to back Benfica because I just think they're really fun. Yeah, I really like Benfica. And like you say, um, missing Chloe Lacasse is, is obviously a massive shame. They've still got Jessica Silva, who's very exciting, sometimes a bit hot and cold player. Frankfurt's last Champions League win coming in 14-15. So it's been a while, but this is kind of a massive opportunity because I think this is... Jesse, their first appearance again in the competition since the group stages were created. So their first time back in this new format. Becky, who do you think might have the best chance of getting that second spot? Because like Jesse said, it is a bit of a free hit because the assumption is going to be that Barcelona are going to storm uh, to the top spot in that group. But that does make it quite fun because it's like anyone's game to try and get through to the knockouts. Is there anyone you like the look of to, or you think might get out? You've convinced me on Frankfurt. Oh my God, wow. I'm Huge. backing them. They're my new favourite team. Wow. <laughs> okay. I agree. They just seem cool. They are cool. They're a vibe. No. <laughs> I don't, Jesse's not I don't like it. them. Jesse's you, too, why too, why? too Hoffenheim. Why? Too Hoffenheim What's pills. your agenda, man? Well, every time they come third, that means normally Hoffenheim come fourth. So I've <laughs> got to be anti. I'm <laughs> Let's look at um, Group B, where we've got Bran, Leon, Slavia Praha and St. Poulton. I want to focus on Bran just for a minute because... They are maybe hipster's choice, actually. I feel like this, sorry, I feel like every group is a narrative. But no, they've been they've been very much the talk of the town. We haven't even got to the group, which I actually think is the hipster's choice group. So <laughs> sorry, but you, the reason I want to talk about Bran is because there's been a lot of discourse on Twitter recently about Martin Ho, who is currently the Bran head coach, former assistant at Manchester United. And with Manchester United sort of 
slightly sticky start to the season, obviously not making it to the Champions League group stages. There's been a bit of a Martin Ho was the real brains behind the operation narrative forming. A lot of people sort of lamenting his absence. And when you see what he's done with Bran, taking them to their first ever group stage, and I think the first Norwegian team to make it uh, to that point in the competition as well, you do have to commend that. Um and is that kind of conversation legit? Jesse, should we actually be looking at him as a really exciting coach and therefore in in another group where second spot is potentially up for grabs? Do you reckon they have a chance? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pretend I sit and watch the top Syrian every week, but they're wow. not rocking it in there. Wow. Um, <laughs> that's not part of my DAZN subscription, unfortunately. Um, but I think obviously, yeah, reaching the... The group stages is obviously an exciting thing. And they absolutely trounced Glasgow City to get there, who aren't like a rubbish team. I think it's going to be interesting to see. I definitely think St. Poulton and Slavia Prague probably are the two who maybe feel like they can get second, just having a bit more experience in the competition. I am supporting Bran. One, because that's where our old fave Ollie Harder went for a bit before he got... Yes, love him tax for Martin Ho to come in and I am finding it funny that Manchester United's sole representative is their former assistant manager so yeah I'll go team team Bran um also the lovely people at FOTMOB Bran is like their team really yeah oh what as in the guys who created it and stuff yeah oh are they Norwegian I don't know if they're Norwegian they're just real big hipsters no 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 like some of them are based in Norway yes okay. but I don't know whether the, the whole app originally comes from there but you would say Bran are a little bit hipster right now in this competition well I'm I, I don't know because I, Bran were like my hipster favourites when Harder went there and now I and now you think they're too mainstream no no no, no, no. I just I just lost interest <laughs> too after many he... people are talking about Bran <laughs> yeah. Martin O made it way too mainstream no no no, no. I, I'm just saying I haven't really kept up with the brand journey okay. since mm. my fave left. Okay. Um, oh my God, maybe I should start the Ollie Harder to Chelsea rumours. would love that. <laughs> it starts now. We've just done it. We've just done it. My problem with both Frankfurt and Bran is that it would be very fun for them both to get out of that group, but the fun ends immediately when you don't have a good... Match up in when the fun out. stops, stops. <laughs> when the fun stops, <laughs> exactly. don't like lose to Barcelona. And so it's fun for a little bit. I and I, I hate to say it, and sorry for jumping ahead, but I don't know if this is the same vibe for Paris FC. Is that it was very fun that they beat Arsenal and beat Wolfsburg, but can they carry that on? And does it then just make it boring? Well, Becky, I consider you the French ambassador oh, we. in, in counter-press we, we. world. <laughs> so tell me what your vibes. We're going to talk about Paris FC later because you are the official um, you know, influencer for Paris FC <laughs> okay, in the UK. Chief bedbug. <laughs> Chief, <laughs> Chief bedbug. But I want to talk to you about Leon because like, we're going to talk about who we might think maybe might be the final two left standing uh, in Bilbao or who might get to the final four in the semi-finals. But I know you are someone who does, you know, watch French women's football a fair bit. You speak the language, you know, you're so you're so cultured. I really am. Um, but uh, we she saw... loves French bread. <laughs> I eat croissants daily. <laughs> I love croissants. And... But w- w- tell, like, in this group, obviously the standout team is is Leon. So, do you think having um, 
not made it to the semi-finals last season, they can bounce back and um, you know make uh, another mark on the Champions League, given their illustrious history. I would never rule them out. Unfortunately, um, I wish I could. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like when they won it last, and. It was extremely disorientating, mostly because it was really hot and I was really drunk <laughs> and we'd had to wait in that horrible queue. We, we've talked about the drama of that Champions League final so and the times. tickets so many times and the stress that you two endured. I'm like, <laughs> not a counter-press law. It's counter-press law. <laughs> and I think going into that, I mean, again, you could, I, even then I was like, you can never rule them out, but I still probably would have backed Barcelona. Mm. Um, I just think they... They just, they know how to do it. And I don't know if you guys saw La Summer's goal. Oh my God, it's weekend. so good. It made me feel like I could run through a brick <laughs> wall. I honestly was like bouncing around my bedroom, like I need to do something with this energy that this goal has given me. It's amazing. It's beautiful. And they absolutely tore apart Paris FC. Yeah, that really, was quite really, spooky. Yeah. I think having added Diani and Dumonet both mm. both of them just look so good and I just think Leon last year had become a team who just felt a bit predictable and I think both of those players just have that je ne sais quoi that really just makes you kind of feel a lot more excited mm. about watching a team play I think if you're op the opposition you've got this feeling that these are players who will mm. just do something out of nothing they also will I think forever have that fear factor and I think that that win against Barcelona really like reignited that I think maybe some people were like oh well maybe like maybe their era is coming to an end and it's, you know, more competitive now and they might not be able to do it. And then they just come and they're like, ha fuck you. Um, <laughs> I think teams will still fear drawing them in the knockouts as much as Barcelona. Caladuti Diani is my pick for the golden boot because I think also you look at this group and you're like, she could cook. Like she yeah. could give herself a serious head start. Yeah. Because they and the and, and the team in general, like, think about times in Champions League, like, lest we forget diarrhea gate for Chelsea a few years ago. <laughs> we will never forget. <laughs> but All right, be <laughs> so much of like how a team does, uh, it, you know, it requires you gaining a little bit of momentum. And think about what Arsenal did to Leon last season in the Champions League when Leon were kind of on their knees a little bit with injuries and Arsenal came out with this huge result that I think even with those injuries a lot of people didn't see coming and it was you know a very big part of Arsenal's journey getting to a semi-final and the fact that you know Leon didn't do as, uh, as well last year as we're historically used to them seeing so I do think having uh, like you know uh, a, a nice group as it were will really help them. And I think it could help Barcelona as well uh, in Group 8. But we're going to talk about like who might be the favourites in general uh, once we talk through these groups. But let's go on to Group C. Ajax, Bayern, PSG and Roma. The group of death, so obviously This on is paper. the hipster group. What, because of Ajax, you mean? This is such everyone a fun is, group. Everyone is trendy, I think, apart from Paris Saint-Germain in this group. Everyone is trendy. Roma, everyone, everyone, everyone a great but, location. But, but, Bayern Munich, 
cool. Bayern Munich aren't Ajax. hipster, though. Bayern Munich aren't they're hipster. They're cool, they're cool. I think in women's football they are, yeah. because it's like, yeah, obviously yeah. Wolfsburg have been so like dominant in Germany historically, and I just think any team with Georgia Stanway in is cool it's and cool. hip. Think okay. of the expected little tattoos in Bayern Munich. <laughs> it's high. I mean, I think Ajax truly do give hipster for me, and I think the rest are... Yeah, known entities, especially as uh, like given what Roma did last season, given what they're doing right now in Italy, um, and Bayern, I think, yeah, have kind of established themselves as a threat and have a, a exciting squad, albeit is a bit stuck with injuries right now. But let's start with Ajax, um, yeah, because this is the group of death, so we it, it's wide open. Want to start with Ajax though, Jesse, because. Um, a team that have been threatening to push and and get to kind of this this group stage and challenge previously, and now I'm really excited to see how they can, like you know, challenge some of these more established names. Do you think they have a good chance of getting out of this group, or do you think they're actually the weakest team on paper? I think Ajax are really unlucky to have been drawn in this group because I think if you'd put them in like Group B or even in Group A they would maybe be a team that I, I back to get out or at least get some results. It This feels tough. Um, and I think we've seen Ajax before get decent results against big teams, but sort of in one, one-offs, one like thinking of that sort of first leg against, well, actually both legs against Arsenal. Um, and I just don't know how they'll sort of be able to cope against three just really really strong teams there's lots of talent on that Ajax squad but it's they're a young team like I think that's what's apart from Sheridan Spitzer she really brings the average age up like quite a lot um but yeah I think I think they'll really struggle in this group unfortunately and it and it is a real shame but I do think they still though have that little bit of excitement to them where you're like but they could they get a result they've got the play like they've got the players to do something surprising I just don't think they're going to be able to consistently be surprising across six games mm, to pick up enough points mm. like they could be unpredictable enough to take a few teams by surprise, especially at home. But in those away games, they might struggle um, and they might not. I mean, because it's going to be so tight, this group. Um, let's talk about Bayern. They are unbeaten in the Frauen Bundesliga. But Jesse, I feel like they haven't been super convincing. They've dropped some points along the way. They've got some serious injury issues. Two players out with ACLs. Uh, Penilla Hard is out. Sydney Lohman is back. She returned at the weekend. The injury list is so predictable. It's like, who could have thought that Sydney Lohman and Penilla Hard would end up with injury <laughs> issues this season? Um, but yeah, Lohman coming back is massive. And um, they just beat Wolfsburg last weekend, which is obviously huge because it's like often between those two in terms of who's going to win the league. So getting that upper hand early is massive. But I actually look at this group and I think there's a really high chance Bayern might knock out this group, especially if they, you know, head into a few games with a bit of an injury-stricken uh, squad. I'm kind of looking at PSG and Roma and think these are the two teams I think will come out of this group. And that would be crazy, I think, if Bayern don't get through to knockout rounds. I kind of would give Bayern the edge over PSG personally. But I do think you're right to say that they they feel like this season they haven't quite clicked yet, that they haven't quite figured out exactly how they want to play. Um, I think Nashan Veng and Julia Gwynn, Julia Gwynn coming back from injury, Nashan Veng being signed, is like feels like big upgrades for them at fullback. But I feel like going forward, sometimes there's still a sense that 
they don't exactly know. They don't really feel like ruthless in the way that you kind of would expect given the names they've got. I think also that that Wolfsburg win is really big for them because I guess what Bayern have to kind of think is like Wolfsburg aren't in the Champions League. So they can just focus on the Frauen Bundesliga, whereas Bayern have to sort of have their attention split. But now they've sort of got that slight edge given they drew twice already it doesn't it's not given them a massive points advantage but I think that will maybe like make them feel a bit more confident in being able to compete on both fronts but they also might say like I think if I was buying I might be a bit like it is what it is let's just go all in on the Champions League and see what happens in the league but it, it's tough because I don't think Bayern have won the Frauen Bundesliga back to back since for a long, long time. Um, I think since like 2014, 15, maybe. Um, so it would be a big deal for them to do it, uh, having won last year. But yeah, I, it's a really tough, like uh, there's not a single match in that group where you're like, we can take it, chill. It's so good. It's so good. Becky, you're also not only ambassador of France, but also an Italian diplomat. Oh, See, <laughs> it's important to it's important to you know you're trilingual really. Um, so obviously we all stand Roma, right? I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I Come think on. they're really fun and exciting, and they showed that last year. I'm not sure how much I back them to really get out of this group. I do think that as much as we say it's the group of death, I think Bayern and PSG will make it out. But Roma are exciting and I think they'll be really fun to watch. And I think they'll throw some spanners in. And I think it would be really great if they got out, but I'm I'm not sure they're there yet. You think they've still got a little bit of experience and growth to yeah. get them out? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard in that group as well because you've got like two, like Ajax really inexperienced, Roma a little bit further ahead, Bayern and PSG just like, well, PSG especially like streets ahead when it has that, that grit and like PSG, even when they're not playing well, can be a little bit trolly and get results. have back now. Yeah. Mm, that's true, actually. It's massive. And Trawingas look good, so. My two, I, I really wanted like us to actually put predictions in this group, especially because it is such a group of death. My two to get out. I'm going Roma and PSG. Jesse? I'm going to go Bayern and Roma. I'm going to go Bayern and PSG. Such a good group. Such a good group. Can't wait. Um, It's the best holiday group as well. It's the best holiday group. Oh, my God. Guys, we're not going to any of those games. I'm What the hell? You should go go to Roma, maybe. Yeah. I've never been to Rome, actually. Oh. We should go. We should Apparently go. the ground is like in the middle of nowhere. Though. Yeah, Italy is so bad for that. I went to a um, like a, a League Cup final in January 2022 and it was a I nightmare. remember you were doing like social media stuff. Yeah, yeah. Then, it was you? in Frosinone. Where's that? Which is like... Great place now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an hour train outside of Rome and then the ground is like another... 20 minute taxi from the station and I left and look I can get by like some conversational Italian my Italian is not good enough for this situation I came out of the ground there's like fuck all around no taxis like and there was like one cafe and I went in there and I was like you need to help me get to the station. Like, I need to get back to Rome and I cannot find. And then I, he was like, I'll call you a taxi. And then it didn't come for ages. And then I cried and I went back into the cafe and he was like, don't worry, like, 
you'll be fine. Um, so you eventually um, made it back to Rome. I did. No, I'm still <laughs> in crying outside a cafe. Where is it? Um, we never saw Becky again. <laughs> the ghost of Becky Taylor Gill is in Frosinone. It was awful. And so that is my like experience of going to... Maybe we shouldn't go to Rome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go. <laughs> but maybe, I know it's we're not at the VAR stage yet when they have to be in the bigger like main stadium, but maybe they'll put one of the more like bigger games against Bayern or PSG in, in the main Olympico. That would be fun. That would be fun. I've been to... But they probably would have announced it by now, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I've been to a Six Nations match at the Olympico that was not very full because Italy is shit at rugby. And it's not it's not that great mm. if it's... It's got, su- it's got like a big... It's Obviously, it's an Olympic ground. It's got such a big space between you and the pitch, which I hate. Mm. And I think, especially for women's football, which is going to have like less people there, I think... I just don't think it would be very good. Well, Roma coming into this group, in great form, six from six, beat Juve last weekend, 3-1. And Becky, I know you like Juve, but I just really love to see them lose. It's just annoying. Also, Evelyn Vienne is at Roma now, and I think she could take Chloe Lacasse's mantle as unexpected Canadian attacker who stars. <laughs> yes, uh, love that. Who's specific? It's, a, it's an important award. Yes, so it's true. It and it's one that really draws my attention. It's a favourite of mine, actually, because I stand a lot of that you know, that narrative, so... Counterpress awards at the end of the season. <laughs> Unexpected Canadian soccer of the year. <laughs> so niche, so specific, we love it. A great segue, though, from the holiday chat into Group D, because it's Jesse's next holidays coming up, although it's work, really. But Group D with Chelsea, Hacken, Paris FC and Real Madrid. Jesse will be in Madrid for the opener, having some tapas, having some cerveza... You know, wow, you learned so much Spanish <laughs> in your time in Argentina. Tapas, come on. Tapas y cerveza, por favor. <laughs> uh, uh, uno más. Um, let's talk about Chelsea firstly, because we, we obviously went um, very deep into the Emma Hayes news on Monday's show. But now there is an interesting new narrative around the Champions League. And I feel like it really could go either way. It could be this fairy tale, one last dance and they win it. Or it could be Diarrhea FC going out on the group stage. Which narrative are you feeling, Jesse? And then we'll get our, the rest it's of our like, opinions. You know, when you, get, you know when you get, I don't know why I'm about to say this to the public. You know when you get nervous and you get like farts? <laughs> And that's like Chelsea might be like extra nervous because they've got to do this for Emma Hayes, and that might cause the diarrhea. It's not not full on diarrhea, but it's nervous farts. Is that the energy of the Champions League for Chelsea this season? I think we're winning it all, guys. I'm gonna. Do you genuinely? Do I genuinely? Um, I I mean, before the Hayes news, I genuinely thought Chelsea have a shot. Yeah, I think all of it depends on the draw when you get Barcelona. I think. Chelsea have a much better chance of beating Barcelona in a one-off final than they do over two legs. But I do think it's not impossible that they beat them over two legs, given what we saw in last year's semi-final. I do agree the Hayes news can go one of two ways, though, in terms of the extra pressure. They're not a team that can't deal with pressure, though. Yeah, I I, I think what I've been... Knockout pressure is so different. Terming it as is actually emotion, which I think is slightly different. Um, But yeah, I... I also think, obviously right now, the Hayes news feels very raw and I'm going to the Everton game at the weekend. So it'll be interesting to see what the team looks like there, what they look like against Madrid. By the time we get to the end of the group stage in January, it it will have sunk in and it will feel 
feel different. So I don't think this is going to be sort of, you know, six, seven months of just pure, ah, or at least I hope it's not going to be. But yeah, so it'll be interesting to sort of see how it plays out in the immediate reaction. But I don't think it's going to become be mm. a massive thing until we then maybe get to like sort of semi-finals time. Spoiler alert, I do think that they're going to get to the final. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Flo you, like, you Lloyd said- Hughes's <laughs> jinx. <laughs> well, you- this is like when you said we were going to thrash Arsenal at the Conti Cup final. Hey, I can't legislate for a full-on meltdown, can I? Um, but you're right. So much of it is going to be about the draw. So it, it, it's just when you get Barcelona. But uh, you're right that... Um, also, by then, there'll be more clarity on this situation because now it's still so up in the air. Like, supposedly, according to reports, you know, US soccer are in London this week trying to finalise the deal and, and sort things out. So there's still all this mystery about, is she going to stay for the full season? Is she going to link up with the US, et cetera, et cetera? Hopefully, by, like, crunch time knockouts, there'll be a bit more clarity about her future and the players will know as well because... The players will know that Ollie Harder is taking over. <laughs> <laughs> like there's the, the, all this kind of confusion and briefing of various journalists and not getting the full story. Like I think a lot of the players are probably feeling a bit crap right now. Um, and that first game in Madrid could be really interesting. Um, Do you think Sam Kerr will leave at the end of the season? Because that's also another added, like if she wants to win the Champions League. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Part of me thought that Sam would probably leave or potentially leave at the end of the season regardless. There is this mystery ring floating (laughs) around, which obviously feels like... I I feel like Christy must potentially be retiring soon as well, so it also might depend on like where she wants to end up. I just, I think like, Sam, you're the... Sorry, Christy. I'm really sorry. But Sam Kerr, you are the star of this. You are the footballer, the star of this relationship. She should follow you make Christy go back and play for Tottenham like that time <laughs> yes, she was training with but them. genuinely there has been like well, as soon as that ring appeared lots of people were thinking what does this mean for Christy's future is she coming to England now the Emma Hayes news has kind of flipped it and people think oh is it more likely now Sam's going to go to the States not just to follow Emma Hayes <laughs> but because I think it's changed that narrative around like everyone at Chelsea's future but you would think like Christy's injury record is pretty bad over the last couple of years she is older than Sam just retire and become a full-time wag Christy it's what you were born for yeah I think lots of people also think which I personally don't know if this is how true this is it's not something I uh, would be interested we're getting in into fanfic territory here. <laughs> but that Sam really wants to go and win an NWSL championship that makes sense because she never did it yeah I mean Becky's pulling a face I would feel the same but I don't know. Like, like you've bossed that league. You are, she is still top scorer. Yeah. Like years later, like get over it. I know, but like if you're, you know, if you're competitive like that, you just want everything everywhere you played. I suppose. But I would want to get the Champions League first. Yeah, <laughs> I prioritize yeah, the Champions exactly. League yeah. over. But it depends who comes in because it is hard yeah, to think. Maybe that she doesn't believe that if a new coach would be able to like straight away hit the ground running and give them the Champions League she could be at Chelsea until she's like 40 Sam Kerr to Barcelona I would take that <laughs> Sam Kerr to Barcelona would make me feel unwell I'd quit <laughs> football um, but yeah we've got a little bit sidetracked but it is the biggest story at the moment let's talk about Real Madrid no Caroline Weir obviously um, with ACL injury who's going to keep her out for a while they were in the in a group with Chelsea last season and in that uh, home tie 
did pretty well and probably could have won the game. It was probably the spookiest that Chelsea got in the group stage. It was um, probably Sam Kerr's like worst performance I've ever seen. Put in a Chelsea <laughs> show. Um, but they didn't. They only got a draw in the end, which was frustrating because they were like for the entirety of the first half, they were kind of all over Chelsea. But without Caroline Weir, it you feel like they are really lacking a bit of that killer instinct. But out of this group, do they still feel like the natural? a team to qualify runners-up? I think if you asked Real Madrid fans, they would probably tell you they're quite worried. Um, really? I, I feel like Real Madrid at the moment just feel like a team who do not really have any idea what they're doing. And I think Weir's a big loss. I actually think Esther's probably been quite a big loss as well. Mm. Um, Senior Brun has been sort of scoring in, in Liga FA, but it's it's a different kind of player. Um, they've obviously got Linda Caicedo, who's always going to be someone who you think could do something out of nowhere, but she's sort of been struggling in front of goal. Um, and defensively, they are quite bad. Um, they're linked to a lot of defenders in, in January. Um, Klein Herner, like I mentioned, and Natalie Bjorn as well, who they tried to get in the summer. So... Inevitably, Chelsea will lose <laughs> the opening game against them. But yeah, I think... Do you think they still don't like have enough, though, to get past Paris FC and Hacken? Maybe Hacken are the next best then to maybe get out of this group. Sorry, I'd, I'd, come <laughs> disrespect on. to Paris FC. What but... I would say is Paris FC kill teams with the press and the high turnovers. And I think Real Madrid are a team who feel like they could get sort of drawn into that. Even in that, for them. Even in that Leon game in in the six one, in the first half before Leon like really started to run away with it, Paris FC was still turning over the ball and creating really good opportunities. And what what they do is they leave almost more players higher up the pitch so that when they turn the ball over, they've suddenly got sort of three or four players bearing down on goal. And they're really good technical players who will finish as Arsenal and Wolfsburg know. The flip side of that is it means that they can be quite open at the back, which is what Leon exposed. But I just, I actually think they will match up quite well against mm. Real Madrid. And look, they lost 6 1 to Leon. That's a really bad result. It's the only game they've lost in the league this season. They've won all five others. I think you can put that down to like some experience as well. They're still like a younger, as in not age, but like, a, like, up and coming team fresh yeah and I think that they have been really exciting in the Champions League so far and have yeah killed two very very experienced slain some dragons man and that is going to give them so much confidence against teams like Chelsea and Real Madrid they just go and go as well I think that's what we saw in those Champions League games it was like it was almost like they didn't know when to quit in a a great way like they're fearless absolutely fearless 3-2 up I was like this is over and it wasn't you know and I feel like it's that kind of that kind of stuff which means maybe if they just go for it in the the Champions League I think they will cause teams problems and if Real Madrid are feeling a little bit vulnerable a little bit nervous Paris FC will be absolutely Mm. licking their lips at that because that's the kind of opportunity they relish is like hitting someone when they're down and I think that's what ended up being you know, what caused so many problems for Arsenal and Wolfsburg is like, as soon as there's some nervy energy, Paris FC just capitalise on it. Becky, do you think Paris FC can get out of this group? I think they can. That would be a moment. It would honestly be iconic. Yeah, I would love them to do it. And I I do think they can. 
Which leads me on to some quick predictions. Who do you guys think is going to be in the final in Bilbao? I'm going Barcelona, Chelsea. A rematch. Ooh. We all want it. We all want to see it. <laughs> Who's going to win? Couldn't tell you. But though, I, I think that's going to be the last two teams standing. Becky? Paris FC, Roma. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my head says Leon Barca. Ugh, boring. Which is boring, exactly. My heart says Leon Chelsea. Ooh. Ooh. That would be good for Chelsea, man. I know that that game Mara last Mielda year. ready for her <laughs> final. That game last year Song was Song. nervy at Stamford Bridge when they had it to was so do it like good. AKB Speciaze. But like that would, I think that would be good for Chelsea if it ended up like that. Yeah, I I think Barcelona Chelsea just for like narrative PTSD is, is like oh, would but be imagine insane. Emma Hayes' last game and I she know. loses. That would be, I know. That'd be awful. I know. Oh. Imagine if she loses, but she's like, fuck it, I'm not going to America. One last dance. And then they come you back and they do can't it. imagine her like grabbing the mic, yeah. ripping up her US contract on the pitch. Hot dogs for everybody. I'm staying. <laughs> yeah. Everyone down Kings Meadow. We're getting hot dogs. Uh, but who, Jesse, who are you going with? The Champions League is so dependent on the draw, but just I think the narrative of Barcelona and Chelsea will be too strong. I think narrative will narrative win out. Narrative wins. Yeah. Biggest flop team. I'm going with Bayern. I know I'm hating on them already, but I feel like in that tough group, I think they're going to struggle. And I've already I've already sort of outlined that with PSG and Roma getting through. But I think they're going to have a tough one. And I think their squad depth is going to become an issue. And yeah, I feel like Bayern are going to be the biggest flop team. I'm going to manifest. Barcelona. <laughs> that's so good because I wanted to say that, but I thought I can't get away with saying that, so I'm glad you I have. I quite like that's, that. Yeah, that would be that would be iconic. I don't think it'll happen. I don't really know. I mean, maybe Real Madrid, Real Madrid I guess. Yeah, yeah, but it's hard because I'm like, I already think they're flop. <laughs> <laughs> they're already flopped. They've flopped already. They haven't kicked a ball. And yeah, you're like, flop. no, but I, I, I do think, because I feel like on paper, you think this should be that group. It should be Chelsea and Real Madrid get out of it. But I don't, I feel like Real Madrid might not. Um so them okay and one player people should look out for I've gone for a bit of a hipster's choice Manuela Giuliano at Roma brilliant midfielder pick out a pass the vision her passing range is ridiculous play a through ball play a little chip over the top Um, she's been really good for Italy as well recently and she is my pick for Roma she's got one goal and three assists already this season finished last year's Champions League with four assists and was one of like the top assisters in the competition so keep an eye on her and if Roma do well I feel like she's going to be a big part of that so that's my choice Um, I'm going for Vibes (laughs) Chiamaka Nadozio Love that. Mm. She was so fun in the qualifying. She did that little dance when she... Uh, you really don't know what you're going to get from when, her. Yeah. <laughs> she did that little dance when she saved Russo's penalty. And the penalty shootout wasn't even over at that point. And I'm just like, yeah. That's a flex. You've got, yeah, you've got it. You've got the X Factor. And that's a cool part it, of, you know, if Paris FC are going to do well. They yeah. need that energy. She they need two that penalties vibes. in that Arsenal penalty shootout. Huge. Love that pick. Jesse. Um, I will go with Romy Leuchter, um from Ajax. She just Hipsters scores choice. goals. She scores goals for fun. And I don't know if Ajax will have enough to get out of this group, but I feel like she'll have some some plans for these 
other teams. So I just have one more thing to say about my pick. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> run that Which back. Is, run that back. <laughs> every time they keep a clean sheet, she'll tweet plus three points, clean sheet, all in caps. Oh, and I'm like, love yeah, that. Love that energy. It. Excited for the Champions League next week, guys. Um, give me one game you're going to be watching. What is your game of the week? Um, well, actually, I decided, I looked at the fixtures for Tuesday and thought, these aren't the best. So I'm going on a date. Um, <laughs> you were like, screw this. <laughs> my love life's more important. Also, I am hoping to go to Paris. Paris FC, Chelsea in Paris. And I'm sorry, because the only way that Jesse says they will come with me is if there's still something that like depends on it because it's the last game. So I'm kind of hoping that there is still like something that depends on it. So you will come with me. Well, I've sort of changed my mind on this. <gasps> Great. Because my plan was to go to Madrid and to go to the Hecken game. Mm-hmm. But flights to Gothenburg have gone crazy. crazy. They weren't that mental before, but it's right before Christmas mm. and they're like 300 quid. So I probably won't Paris do that. Baby. So I am now more tempted by I'd really like... Paris. Also, I've just seen it's the early kickoff. So I'm like, is it possible to get to do it in one day? Then I don't no, have to pay. because... Get out after. What I want is to go to karaoke in Paris because there's Becky like... Becky in the bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> New band just dropped. Wow. <laughs> there's like two or three Stromae songs that I think I could do in karaoke in French. And I think that would be really impressive and I want to have the opportunity to do that. And so we could go karaoke at the night. Also, you could probably stay with my au pair fam. Okay. Well, yeah, I just I just don't want to pay. I paid so much when I went to PSG Chelsea to stay in like such a shit hotel. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask my, I'll ask my friend's family. <laughs> also, Sleepover. my bed at their house is like an old person's bed that has a remote and then the back comes up. Obsessed. It's so comfortable. Okay, I'm there. <laughs> um, Jesse, what's your pick? I'm going Bayern Roma for that first round of games. Well, I mean, I will literally be at Real Madrid Chelsea. <laughs> That's the one. So, Not but- Ajax PSG? For like you know, want a vibe? Yeah, but I'm gonna have to watch <laughs> the Real Madrid Chelsea game because I am there. True, you have uh, a choice. But I would like to. I'm hoping I'll catch Bayern Roma before. I wanted to go to Barcelona ahead of going to Real Madrid for the Benfica game and do it as a double header, but I decided I didn't have enough money to justify it. So. Yeah, that seems like a lot. Golden boot predictions. I'm going Diani just because I think she's gonna have a serious head start on everyone else in that group. I'm about to murder this pronunciation. Salma Paraluelo. Paraluelo. That's not that bad. Paraluelo. Paraluelo. Thank you, Jesse. I back her. She scored four in the first half this weekend. Yeah. And that and their group, she could be yeah. banging them in. Yeah. Sam Kerr. We're winning it all. <laughs> wow, huge. Okay, let's get into the NWSL Championship game next. So, the stuff of dreams, it really is a fairy tale. OL Rain, Gotham, Sunday, 1am UK time, but uh, US evening Saturday in San Diego. It's going to be Rapino versus Krieger. Their last games in football. Couldn't make it up. Best friends. And going did you see head the, to did head. Did you see um, Krieger shared that text yeah. conversation yes. between her and Rapino like... <laughs> Like, um, when's your last game for Gotham? November 11th. And she was like, haha, me too. <laughs> and there was a video as well of Ali Krieger talking in March about how she would love to finish her career with an NWSL championship. Neither of them have ever won 
the Inverbisol Championship, which seems crazy with such illustrious mm. careers. Uh, neither club has won the Inverbisol Championship either. So there's going to be a new winner, uh, which is really exciting because Portland Thorns have kind of cleaned up in recent years as well. I think this is the first season since 2016 that the Thorns aren't going to come away with the Shield or the NWSL Championship. We did get a new winner last year in Washington Spirit, which was exciting. But yeah, a new age, but with some older players. And I like that vibe. I'm sad. I want both of them to finish their career with one. Yeah, that is kind of sad. I think without recent... Um... <laughs> Without no recent news, <laughs> I would probably have been like Rapino because she's just she is. A I think I'm women's. Uh, I'm on Rapino. Also, d- just because I really like the OL Reign, and I think mm. it's a shame that they've never won it more. Whereas Gotham, I feel like it's an incredible story, but they've kind of snuck in mm. to get to this point, and I feel like it would be fitting for the Reign to win. Like, yeah, well, Ari Krieger deserves it so much right now. <laughs> there is, there is a, a bit of a trolley narrative around Gotham, but it's an amazing story at the same time. Finished bottom of the league last season. They were sixth uh, seeded in the playoffs and don't play the most enlightening amazing creative football. Uh, respect Juan Carlos Amaral. <laughs> no, I do respect. Former co-manager of Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> and NWSL manager of the year. But, um, you know, they are a pretty defensive team, but they they held on for dear life in their semi-final and came through. And it was Becky's nemesis, Katie Stengel, that scored a screamer. And she said afterwards it was one of the best like moments of her career. For those that don't remember, Katie Stengel was mean to me on Twitter once. <laughs> and I did nothing. Like, usually I... And being a little troll, but this time I was innocent. <laughs> so yeah, there's something unlike obviously Gotham with Christy Mewis, Kelly O'Hara. There's a lot unlike um, Lynn Williams. It's a bit of the more like experienced group where you think this is a real chance for a lot of these players to finish their careers with a title. And oh well, Rain obviously also have some big names. Uh, you know, UK favourite Jess Fishlock, Rose Lavelle. But there's something that I've always felt a little bit like. Even though they haven't won a title, they've won the Shield a few times, but they've always had big names and been in a big city. And that's why OL Reign, I've never really kind of got into their vibe Mm. because they've always felt a little bit kind of big time, whereas Gotham have been crap for ages. We love an underdog And so that's why I'm kind of into them doing this out of nowhere because OL Reign really are like the overwhelming favourites in Mm. this. And yeah, it's hard to pick which legend you want to win more. But I'm leaning towards Gotham, I have to say. I just, I really, it's so tough. You know, I don't know if you guys have spent no time on breakup TikTok. but (laughs) The algorithm is not (laughs) appealing to me. There's like a classic genre of TikTok, which is like (laughs) um, a girl in a changing room, like with headphones on, like being really serious and, and it pans around her with some very serious music. And it's like... We just found out that we're playing against the girl that her boyfriend cheated on her with. (laughs) And, you know, it's like it gives you like an extra added like, I must do this. I kind of feel like that's Gotham's vibe right now. Like they have to do it. And everyone is sort of banding around her in that moment. Yeah. um, No comment. But (laughs) allegedly, allegedly, (laughs) allegedly. um, But there's also an interesting a side narrative kind of blossoming as well um, because we've got 
Laura Harvey, who was potentially linked to US job at any one time and now that's disappeared, uh, head coach of Elwell Reign, but n- could be in the Chelsea conversation. I'm sure Jesse will try and shut that down, but could be in the Chelsea conversation. It's decided Ollie Harder. So. And <laughs> Casey Stoney, who lost uh, in the semi-final to Elwell Reign, but it's in San Diego's stadium again. So Elwell Reign beat a wave in San Diego and they're coming back to that pitch I feel like that could give them a bit of advantage as well with a crowd that probably will be backing Rapino, um, given she's such a big name and apparently in the semi-final against uh, against wave like even though Alex Morgan who plays the wave was like the big the big pull and everyone was kind of like screaming every single time she got to the ball at the full-time whistle everyone was suddenly like team Megan Rapino and cheering her so much. And I feel like that crowd might sort of drift towards if it's like, you know, more a local crowd. Rapino is a, Cal- like she's from California. She's a big local celeb. She's a big icon of the game. I feel like that, that crowd might sway towards them. And I think I think it's going to be tough. I will judge them if they do, because like they just beat you. You have <laughs> yeah, to then root for the team. If I was there, oh, I, I would be team yeah, Gotham. That's know, a classic question, isn't it? American. Do you support the team? Because sometimes yeah. people like to support the team that beat them because then it's like proof that yeah, it was yeah. okay to be beaten. Not me. I'm a no. hater. Yeah. Yeah, 100% I would want them to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. But I was I trying to think, think in, in the Champions League final, did I end up supporting Wolfsburg? I don't think I did because I needed wanted, Barcelona yeah. to win to get into the group stage. I mm. think, I do also think that like American football culture is just like quite it's different very, it's, more, it's very more celebrity individual driven a lot of the time. Who plays for the national team? I don't know if they're haters in the same way that we are. <laughs> But yeah, who knows? If you do go, let us know uh, who who the local crowd end up supporting. Is it Megan Rapino? Is it Ali Krieger? But it's going to be a good game. I'm excited. Excited to see what happens to Casey Stoney uh, in relation to the Chelsea job. Excited to see what happens to Laura Harvey if she might take on a new challenge. So so much narrative. But yes, Juan. Carlos Amoros. I, that's true, actually. I'm going to go back on to Gotham because yes, I have to support go. one. And also our good friend Jenna Tonelli, who came on during the World Cup, mm. Gotham reporter, can't get to the final. That's so but, sad. Um, obviously, you know, b- follows the team. I want them to win it for her as well, even though she's We're all team Gotham. Them. We're all, okay, good. Do that's it for sorted. Juan and Jenna. <laughs> Do it for Juan and Jenna. <laughs> and Ali. And, and Ali. Ali. And Christy. <laughs> and all the legends. And Lynn. And Midge Purse. Christy like, Mewis to win an NWSL championship and move to top. <laughs> yes, yes. Juan still has the links. It's great. It's perfect. It's a fairy tale. Uh, well, that's all we got time for. Um, but thanks for coming in. Thanks for chatting. You're so welcome. <laughs> thanks for gracing me with your presence. Jesse, enjoy Everton. Thanks. It's going to be so annoying to get to. Is it? Oh, I was going to say, is it in Liverpool? Yeah. Oh, cute. But Walton obviously Park. love the girls. I'm mean, never going to complain about going go to see stay, the girls. Go stay with my mum. <laughs> Oh my god! She would love to have you. <laughs> my mum is obsessed with you. Wow! Thanks. Um, well, I, I won't be able to stay with your mum because I'll have to be back for Counterpress on Monday. Oh, oh is it? It's a Sunday game. Yeah. Oh, all the games. Are, yeah, all the games are same time, aren't they? Mm, Ugh, why do they do that? Leicester City Arsenal though could be spicy. Yeah, could be. Could be. <laughs> Liverpool Conti Cup yesterday. Scoring goals for fun. Oh, that Mia Enderby goal. Did lose, but that was sexy. Yeah. Yeah. I gave. My, I literally gave myself my my thumb hurt the whole game after having typed in my username and password for Twitter on my TV remote just to then find out it was on YouTube. It was embarrassing. Me Enderby, she's legit, man. She's legit. Yeah. Love her. All right. We'll leave you there. See you We're on Monday. We're going to win the Conti Cup. See you on Monday. <laughs>